from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said during his regular COVID-19 press conference this afternoon that case numbers are higher than they've been in the state since the end of July. Case numbers had plateaued and then began to decrease over the course of August, but the Ohio Department of Health is now reporting an uptick in coronavirus cases largely tied to school and college-aged children returning to in-person learning. DeWine praised efforts by schools to require wearing of masks and social distancing in the classroom and in football stadiums, for instance. Data shows that eight of the 10 counties with the highest prevalences of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations continue to be in rural areas of Ohio. Columbus police have released new details about the shooting that left an Ohio State Buckeyes football player wounded over the weekend. Lacey Crisp has more. Haskell Garrett is out of the hospital and back at home. Police say he was walking near his apartment when he was shot in the face. Now, Columbus police say a man and a woman were arguing and Garrett stepped in and told the man to stop fighting with the woman. Columbus police say that's when the man took out a gun and shot Garrett, hitting him in the face. Hi, my roommate it's very bloody right now, and I think he got hit in the mouth. I heard a single gunshot. I didn't hear any screaming or yelling or, you know, sound of footsteps or cars fleeing or anything. While there were a couple of witnesses, so far CPD has not made any arrests in the case. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. A statement issued by the Big Ten Conference in response to a lawsuit filed by its own players has revealed how Ohio State voted on the decision to postpone the fall sports season. Dom Tiberi has the latest. Ohio State indeed was one of the three schools that voted not to postpone the season. This pretty much goes along with the release from Ohio State that was issued on August 11th. Gene Smith said in a statement that he, along with new president Christina Johnson, were in agreement not to postpone the fall season. Now, the Big Ten releasing a statement. The release says that the 11-3 vote far exceeded the 60% threshold that's required to postpone the season. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Ohio lawmakers interrupted their summer break today to determine the fate of a nuclear bailout bill at the center of a $60 million federal bribery probe that shook the state house earlier this summer. The House and Senate will convene committee hearings in an attempt to move forward with bipartisan promises made to repeal the legislation that prompted a federal grand jury to indict former House Speaker Larry Householder and four of his associates in late July. Lawmakers from both parties have introduced legislation to repeal the bailout in the House and Senate. Householder, who still retains his seat in the legislature and is not behind bars, was present at the State House today to defend the bailout bill. A former Cuyahoga County commissioner serving a 28-year prison term for corruption won a partial appeal yesterday in federal court. ONN's Eric Brown explains. The ruling by the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals gives 65-year-old Jimmy DeMora a chance to reduce his sentence but keeps him in prison for the foreseeable future while attempting to retry his case. The 2-1 decision granted a motion on 21 counts of the 33 in which he was convicted of following a trial in U.S. District Court in 2012. Those 21 counts largely related to bribery, now goes back to the trial judge, who will determine how a 2016 U.S. Supreme Court decision applies to DeMora's case. Eric Brown, ONN News. The decision keeps intact the 12 remaining counts. Hairstylists and barbers across Ohio are joining the effort to get every Ohioan registered to vote. Tracy Townsend explains. 
Secretary of State Frank LaRose announced a new initiative where barbershops and beauty salons help get people registered to vote, help them get their absentee ballot request in, and even sign people up to be poll workers. We need poll workers all over the state, 35,000 of them, to do this important job. And it's important that Ohio's poll workers reflect the diversity of our state. And so when people come into a neighborhood polling location, they should be greeted by one of their neighbors. LaRose says there are over 7 million absentee ballots being mailed out this week. He says the sooner Ohio Iowans get them mailed in, the better it will be for the postal workers. I'm Tracy Townsend. The sentence has been reduced for a former Ohio State dive coach who had an inappropriate relationship with an underage diver. Yolanda Harris has the details. William Mahoney pleaded guilty to sexual battery last year and was sentenced to four years in prison. At a new hearing, his attorney says a judge denied his request for release but ordered he instead be transferred to an alternative prison for nonviolent offenders. The facility, River City Correctional Center, only allows a maximum of a six-month stay. Mahoney is currently in the Franklin County Jail, and it's unclear when he may be transferred. I'm Yolanda Harris. And the head of the Food and Drug Administration says he will not be pressured to rush a vaccine for COVID-19 to the public before it's ready. Commissioner Dr. Stephen Hahn says the decision will be based on three things, science, medicine, and data. He says it will not be a political decision. The agency might make the vaccine available before phase three trials are finished, but only if the benefits outweigh the risks. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.